Ooh, hysterical history. Hey. That was Alexis. Yep. <laughs> That's Haley. Woo! She's wearing an adorable, like, what, I don't know what to call it. It's like berry-colored hat. It's very cute. <laughs> My, I've never seen it before, and I like it a lot. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Alexis is wearing a clear wrap-style hat. Yep. My green hair underneath it. With, um... High reflectivity that catches the fluorescent lights. It's a, yeah, saran wrap. It's saran wrap. (laughs) Possibly called a cling film. Depending film. That sounds so gross. Possibly cling wrap. Anyway, cling. Cling wrap. Cling wrap. Film. Tied in a bunch. Wrapped in a bunch. On top. Mm -hmm. It's how everyone's wearing it this season. Yep. They hear that nice sound. Ooh, ASMR. ASMR. ASMR saran wrap. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, my roots are dying slowly. <laughs> Slow, painful death. Slow, painful death of henna. Yep. So they're not nasty, ashy blonde anymore. Gross. Yuck. No one will appreciate you for who you are. You must be who you will become. I mean, be who you want to be. Yep. And for me, that's redhead. Redhead. Red on the head. But right now it's green. Anyway, this is yep. a podcast about history. <laughs> um, I, hold on, I have to tell you. Did I tell you before that my dad, when I first dyed my hair with henna, that he was like, he just looked at my head and was like, <laughs> it's green. And I'm like, yeah. And right, he's like, right now it's green. It's, it's supposed to be red? And I'm like, it's going to be red when I wash it out. And he's like, but it's green. And I'm like, yeah. And yes. he's like, you're sure it's not going to be green? <laughs> I'm like, yes, Dad. Do you want it to be green? I don't. <laughs> Tell us how you feel. Then we can make fun of him because he doesn't listen to the podcast. That's right. <laughs> hey, Dad, what's up? If you ever start listening, we'll... Um, I mean, it'll be the same. Yeah. And nothing will change. <laughs> it'll be the same. <laughs> I'll, I'll still, I'll still, still tease talk you. about it. I'll still yeah. tease you. Anyway, Sorry. it's, it's uh, February. So we're... Oh, I thought you were going to... It's five o'clock on a Saturday. It is. No, it's not. No. It's 5 o'clock. It's not Saturday. Monday. Um, but it's February. Yeah. It's February. So we're like, we're a year old now. Woo-ish. I don't know what day. I can look. We keep looking it up and I keep forgetting. I can look. But um, that means we're going to attempt to do what we set out to do for our first episodes, which is our favorite mm-hmm. our favorite. They ladies. were our second episodes. Well, oh, that's right. Our first episodes were the dude bros. Those ones worked. Yeah, but did we want to do ladies as our first? No, we were going to do men first, and okay. then we were like, we should do ladies also. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, may as well, I guess. Yeah. Well, because, you know, it's, it's history is heavily saturated with men, and our podcast is no different. The 26th. 26th. Is our anniversary. So it's a good end cap. Good end cap. Mm-hmm. Just like Topic. at the end of aisles, when you, they put the things that you need on the end caps. That is, an, yep, that's literally what an end cap is. <laughs> and you never know where the lemon juice is. It's always on an end cap. It's always on an end cap. Is it? Nowhere near where you think it would be. Huh? This is a problem I consistently have, so yes. This is a history podcast. It is. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about our favorite ladies. Guess who I'm going to talk about? Well, I already know. Guess. <laughs> I can't say her name. She's Egyptian. Okay. Yeah. So. 
we recorded these previously and then it didn't work for some reason. They magically disappeared. So they magically just disappeared off the face of the earth. This is the only time that we're recording when we actually already know each other's topics and have already done the episodes. Yeah, but so. it's been so long that I barely remember anything. Mm-hmm. We're a year older, wiser, maybe. People are actually listening now. Just <laughs> <laughs> cool. Besides, like the the original seven, you know who you are. Hey, if you're still here. Send us an email. Yeah. <laughs> Hysterical History Podcast at gmail.com. At g- gmails.com. Yeah. Anyway, my fave lady. My favorite lady. My favorite yes queen. Because mm-hmm, yours is a queen lady. Except she's not. Kinda. No. Okay. She's not a queen. She is pharaoh. I mean, no. The type of queen? No. Basically. No. Okay. <laughs> they were like, there are no queens can rule the land. She's like, fine, then I won't be a queen. I'll be pharaoh, dang it. And she put on a fake beard and You're the big hat. ahead to the end. No. You gotta tell me the beginning. This, this, is, this is a story of Hatshepsut. The, um, pretty much the best, coolest. Around. Indigenous lady to ever rule Egypt. Cool beans. And I say indigenous because... Cleo. Cleo doesn't count. Nope. She's Greek. Sorry. She's Greek. She's white. <laughs> as white as Greek people are. Uh, yeah. Which is decently. She's not indigenous. Yeah. She's um, Ptolemaic. Back then they were real white. I, don't, I think Greek people have gotten less white over time. But I don't know. Swarthy. Sure. <laughs> Swarthy. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about Pharaoh. Yep. Oh, oh, Who, um, oh. If, if you called her a queen, she, she'd give you a look and then have you booted out of town. Beheaded. Uh, fed to the the river police. Crocodiles. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's something that's also changed since uh, since last year is that the um, new Assassin's Creed has come out. That's right. And we've both been spending a lot of time in Egypt. Bayek. Uh, bay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my bay. That's our bay. Anyway, so this was like 1,400 years before Cleopatra. Okay. Um, and 1,500 years before Jesus. Okay. And so I have a, a note here about, um, so Jesus' birthday. Mm-hmm. The, the fun thing about like re-putting your notes together when you haven't looked at them in a year, I'm like, where am I going with this? <laughs> so the thing about Jesus what is... What was my plan? <laughs> what was my plan? Uh, so the myrrh that the wise men brought him. Yeah. Do you know what myrrh is? Um, I used to. It's It's like some, is it some smelly stuff? Yeah, it's like some smelly stuff. Okay. Um, I want to say it's like a kind of wood. Sure. Or a byproduct of wood. Fragrant wood. Fragrant wood byproduct. Fancy. I get it and frankincense mixed up. They're both wood adjacent. Sure. At least, which I should know because I'm I'm like smelling perfumes and stuff. You but, do, but and I've certainly looked it up, but not in twelve months. I haven't. That's fair. Because <laughs> why? Because why? So that gift to the baby G at his birth was baby the baby the baby Jesus. I know, but you said G. It sounds like the letter G. <laughs> I can't help what letters do in your brain. <laughs> okay. You you let us know, listeners. Baby Jesus got a present. <laughs> but anyway. 
What about it? So that gift was most certainly made possible by Hatshepsut's import of myrrh into Egypt. Oh, look at you. Because uh, it wasn't, it's not native. Native. Sure. Certainly not native. Uh, so 1,500 years earlier uh, in the first recorded attempt to transplant foreign trees, uh, she's like, you know what? I'm pharaoh. I'm king. And uh, we're going to have a good import-export trade relations with places that no one's ever, like, heard of before. And it's going to work. Great. And it did. Nice. I mean, trade relations really aren't that hard. You kind of just have to be like, hey, you got a thing. I want a thing. Mm -hmm. I got this thing. Want to (laughs) switch? Hey, want to switch? Generally. Which... Yeah, like, it sounds really simple. You're like, hey, just go to, like, the next place, and, you know, you have a hamburger, I have a hot dog, we'll trade. And, of course, there's, like, politics involved, but I almost feel, like, significantly less when it was ancient times, because it's Mm -hmm. like, I really need some stuff. Right. So it's like, I might not like you, but, like, I do need what you have. Whereas now I feel like people are a lot more, um, well, I can just get it over there. Mm -hmm. So why should I get it from you? The world is large, but also very small Mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. So her her trade relations don't sound very impressive on the face of it. However, she was trading with the land of Punt. Punt. Dun, dun, dun. Where's Punt? Uh, south, I think. Oh, gosh. It's been 12 months. You just burst into tears. I don't no, know. I can't anymore. I've already done all my sobbing today because Robin Williams gave his last gentle goodbye (laughs) to the sound of soft, uplifting music. (laughs) We watched the third night of the museum (laughs) today. I was watching it mostly for Rami Malek, who's Achman Ra, who's also Egyptian. Yeah, so, and then I came home, and I'm like, whatever, I'll just watch it, you know. It's yeah, not at the museum, cash. whatever. It's just, like, dorky and weird. Yeah, but it's fun, because you get a whole bunch of historical figures, like, interacting with each other. And famous actors being those historical figures, <laughs> right. and you're like, what are you doing here? It's like actor day camp. It is, like, yeah. Like, you get the impression. 100%. They just kind of showed up. They're like, oh, it's filming here? Sure, I'll show up. I guess I'll be there. Why not? Yeah, you can put me in a costume. Like... <laughs> It's that movie's been out for ages, and I didn't know Hugh Jackman was in it. I didn't either. And so he just like appears as himself, <laughs> and then pretends to be Wolverine. Ah, uh, ridiculous! And Amazing. people are like, he's doing the Wolverine thing. Whatever. Self-referential wonderfulness. Anyway, so it would have been like Namibia-ish, kind of around okay. the Horn. Sure. Maybe they would have taken the Nile down to get they it. Called him on the Horn. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as like what people would have been used to traveling at the time. It's like going to trade with people on the moon. Sure. Like you just didn't do it. No one had done it. People kind of stopped doing it after that. Uh-huh. And they were transplanting not just the product, but whole trees mm. on huge barges. Give me those trees. Huge barges. Enormous barges. Giant trees. And she would plant them outside of all of her temples and place where they ended up burying her just like all these trees she's like look at what i did this is my contribution look at what i did you're welcome look at how cool i am anyway so it's one of the 
almost miraculous acts that she did while mm. she was in power. And it was partially in order to legitimate her claim to the throne. Uh, but you would never say queen. Um, there wasn't actually even a word for queen. Sure. Um, they don't care. Right. Because Pharaoh's mm-hmm. in charge, and then he has a wife. And then he has a wife, right. There's like... Who makes babies. Rulers, rulers wife yeah. is the word, basically. Sure. Uh, it just didn't... Which is so interesting, because like the, um, a role doesn't exist if you don't have a concept for it. Mm-hmm. The concept doesn't exist if you don't have a word for it. Right. I don't know. Anyway. I know what you mean. Uh, so you were king, and you ruled the country, or you were a consort. Yep. Uh, which tends to get translated to queen or queen consort, etc. Uh, like, you might be called the great royal wife, but that wasn't what she was. She was ruling the country. Grats. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Whatevs. <laughs> I could have done it. <laughs> yeah, if I was there, I would have been in charge. Uh, so I had a family tree up in a tab constantly while I was researching this. Because mm-hmm. Egyptian family trees are involved. Fun. Involved. Yeah, interesting. They're not as, nowhere near as bad as European family trees. No. Because no one's as bad as the Europeans. No, pretty much. they're not. Europeans got greedy. Uh-huh. And when you get greedy, bad things happen. Well, then you just got kids everywhere. And what else? More money, more problems. <laughs> like genetic defects, yeah, for example. <laughs> <laughs> like your kids can't walk by themselves. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. But we really wanted to keep the money in the family. And the genes. <laughs> so. Keep our genes pure. What were we supposed to do? So pure that they can't <laughs> move around. Anyway, her dad was Pharaoh Tutmosis I. And then I have a note that just says, Cray. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Tutmosis is kind of adorable. <clears throat> is this, is this, when does Moses happen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. care. I'm just so wondering sorry. if they named him after <coughs> if they named him after Moses or not. Uh, when did Moses happen? <laughs> I'm sure it'll tell you. <laughs> Rabbinic Judaism calculated a lifespan of Moses corresponding to 1391 to 1271 BCE. So this is before that, right? Mm-hmm. And you say 1500 years before Jesus? Yeah. I mean, so this is after that is what yeah. I mean. This What we're talking about is before Moses happens. Other people give different dates, though, which would have been yeah, about okay. the same time. Who knows? When was the birth of But he Moses? just, he sounds like a combo between King Tut and then Moses. <laughs> like, <laughs> Moses. You're just making things up. <laughs> like, no. you know how they have, like, combo names now? I yeah. can't think of any besides, like, Billy Joe. That's what <laughs> it makes me think of. Pharaoh, Mary Beth the first. <laughs> Mary Beth, Beth, Beth. <laughs> And Mary Beth, Beth, Beth. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Tut Moses. Uh, I just, I hate, I, sh- I really, I said I didn't need to look at my notes. Yeah. I should have looked at my notes. <laughs> because my notes say cray, and then kind of the good cray, but like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Were you drunk when you wrote this? No. Are you sure? I, 
not sure. But like, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. May have been high when I wrote this. I was not <laughs> drunk, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So when Dad became Pharaoh, Nubia rebelled against Egyptian rule. And what did this crazy mofo do? <laughs> he tried to... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, part of this is just uh, the fun archaeology of Haley's notes. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny because you'll write things and you'll be like, I'll know what I mean. <laughs> but once it's been a year, it's like, what did, could you possibly have meant? What? This has no what? meaning to it. Right. It's like, and some of it's like things, because I think when we both make our notes, some of it's like, these are direct quotes from things. Sure. But other things are just like me writing something. And I'm like, yeah. when I read this, I'll know what to talk about. But then right. it's like, I'm not sure what I made up and what was a quote <laughs> until I read it. And I'm like, oh, this was clearly me. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know of any historian who would say this crazy mother effer. <laughs> yeah. Mofo. Uh, he traveled up the Nile and fought... In the battle, it says. Mm. Like, which one? Doesn't matter. What are you saying? The, at the time, it was the battle. <laughs> it was the battle that he fought in. Uh, and he killed the Nubian king. Uh, why is that crazy, you say? I'm certainly saying that. Uh-huh. Past Haley. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Some of my typos are even great. It says, well, after the effing one, uh, mm. he mounted the Nubian king's body to the effing prow of the ship before he sailed back to the palace. Mm, gross. Like a hardcore boy. He's like the mermaid on the front of the ship. <laughs> he is. But it's a dead corpse <laughs> it's a dead. of a king. It's a dead Nubian king. Creepy. The Game of Thrones, you have a mermaid on your ship or you are the mermaid. That's like, at some point I definitely need to talk about it. Um, but when I'm, the only thing I remember, literally the only thing from my Southeast Asia history class, which, mm-hmm. you know, probably isn't the best, that clearly... Should have paid more attention. Um, But uh, the only thing I remember was an ancient story about there's two kingdoms. There's the Khmer Mm -hmm. um, and the Java. I remember this. You're telling me about this. Yeah. And the king of Java is, like, yelling at the king of northern Khmer because there's north and south. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, you better shut up. And he's like, no, I could totally kill you. <laughs> Those are the royal decrees <laughs> yeah. getting sent back. Hey, you better <laughs> shut up. It's basically. And he's like, no, I could totally kill you. And he's like, not if I kill you first. And he's like, I'd like to see you try. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, fine. And so then he sails up to southern Khmer people and mm-hmm. then cuts off that guy's head, oh. like that king's head, and then mails it to the guy at the north and is like, <laughs> watch out, I was being serious, right? And everybody was like, <laughs> that poor guy. Right, because he didn't do anything. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't ask for this. He, was, he probably didn't even know they were fighting. And he's no. like, what? And that's why he was like, yeah, come over, whatever, we'll yeah. hang. And he's like, your head's off now. We'll, we'll, have a, we'll get a good hang going like we used to. Yeah, like bros. And it's like, no, no. he's just using you as a message. <laughs> I, I get better postage when I send your head from your house. But my favorite thing was everybody in the class was like, whoa, that's <laughs> effed up. But then also somebody raised their hand and was like, why didn't he just go to the north and kill that guy, yeah. right? If that's the guy he has the beef with. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, he probably wouldn't have made it with his army. It wasn't very big or good. So sure. he was like, this guy's closer, and it'll send the message. He's, he's just bluffing. Yeah, just being convenient, basically. He's like, this is easier, so this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And you I'm like, what? well, there you go. I don't feel like going yeah. up there. But, you know, just mail him ahead. Also, my boys can't walk that far. No, we so, get tired. So chill we out. We mostly do the boats. 
Did it, we're an island nation. Did it work? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole story. The end. <laughs> I told you, this is the only thing I remember. Ah, oh, good. Speaking of things, you know, we talk a lot about how you should never trust... Uh, historical sources. I was. I thought of so many things to insert there before, <laughs> and for some reason, the first thing I thought of was the British, and I was like, "That's the French," and we <laughs> never trust the British. You know, we talk a lot about how you should never trust the British, <laughs> but you shouldn't trust. You definitely shouldn't trust Parisians. Oh. I don't think we have any Parisian listeners, so... I think we've had listens from Paris. Come fight me. And I'm going there, so... <laughs> yeah, fight Ailey, not me. I love you. <coughs> J'aime Paris. Uh, Paris. Uh, I read a great quote about Paris. Something like, Paris always has teeth, uh, whether she's, uh, like... Smiling or biting. Smiling or biting. It's like from uh, Les Mis, I think. Mm. Hugo. Oh, good old Hugo. I love Hugo. Hugo Jackman. Yep. <laughs> huge, huge Ackman. Huge Ackman. Okay. Anyway, what you were saying about don't trust sources. Don't trust sources, but uh, we can't trust ourselves when it's a year old. Oh, yeah. But also don't trust us. Time degrades everything. Check the metadata on the podcast. We are a comedy podcast first. Right. If you're coming here for accuracy, you took a left when you should have gone right. Mm-hmm. There are actually a lot of history podcasts for accuracy. They're and, very good. Yeah, and well-researched mm-hmm. and dull. But, you know, if that's what you want, <laughs> by all means, drag em. go for that. I was being nice! <laughs> They're so good and boring. It is boring! No, some of them are very good. I, they, I find them all boring. Boring. <laughs> so, uh, if you want facts... Straight facts, go there. Go there. Anyway. Go to any of them. <laughs> so, Daddy, who has a dead mermaid man, mm-hmm. they he comes Does he have home. A name? Tut Moses. Oh, Tut Moses is her dad. Okay. <laughs> is the dad? <laughs> I was so distracted by what his name was. <laughs> Woo! Is the dad? I'm actually not on my phone right now. I'm listening. I know. This is what happened. It's good. I can't focus. This is good though. rapport. <laughs> This is perfect. Okay. Tom uh, Moses. So he has a bunch of kids, but Hatshepsut is the only one who lives. And she's a girl, which is like, oh. Uh, mm, well. Well, that's too bad. That sucks. Well, well we tried. Uh, but she's daddy's little girl. He, like, teaches her all the cool stuff. Sure. She's going to be around no matter what. She's the only fo- fully royal child of the man's, like, Main squeeze, you know, she's not a side base kid. <laughs> squeeze, <laughs> squeeze. <laughs> so, are you? He's not a side bay. She's not a side. It's, she's not the kid of a side bay. Right. Yeah. She's the kid. She's the only living kid, and she's like the main base. Too legit child. to quit. It's for real. Yeah. Pharaoh Hatshepsut. Too legit to quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so dad dies when she's twelve. So she's married to Tutmosis II, her stepbrother, by Gross. one by one of the side bays. Gross. Yeah, but wise because they they do inbreeding. I was gonna say it's her half brother. Yeah, not her stepbrother. I don't know the difference. Stepbrother is like your stepmom, so you're not related. I mean, to, it is her. I guess it is her stepmother. Stepbrother's like, but he's like just from your stepmom and not with your dad. Sure. So they just are your brother because of the marriage. Anyway. Half is when they have half the DNA with you. There you go. Yep. I think it's half. My notes say stepbrother, but 
I don't think he. But if would, it was with the king, then yeah, I don't think happen. he would have been involved. So they, but wasn't. they are related genetically, is what I'm saying. I think so. Yeah, I would assume so. Also, just from Egyptian mm-hmm. culture. <laughs> so that guy becomes Pharaoh, and she becomes great royal wife consort. Number one. The end? <laughs> no. No. Because Tutmos II is a terrible, unimpressive baby. Boring. Yeah, he's like the stay-at-home pharaoh. He's like Louis the Sixteenth. Yeah. He doesn't do much. He's basically like... N- my notes say nothing a good Egyptian wife would want in a husband. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dragon Tutmosis number just, two. Just like Hard. kicking him in the mud. They have a daughter together, and he has a son, Tutmosis III, with a lesser wife, and that's kind of it. The end. Like, he doesn't go and get any plunder from any wars. He doesn't do, like, any major trade nonsense He's just sitting at home eating grapes. It's kind of it. Like, they bang at least once. Right. And he bangs with someone else at least once. And that's kind of all history has to say about him. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end for him. Uh, and he withers away after a couple decades, and absolutely nobody misses him. Whoops. That's the thing. Like, some people, you know, you're like, that person is important, and that's why so many people paid attention to them, mm-hmm. which is why we still have records. But if you're just, like, boring... People aren't going to remember you. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's fine. You don't have to be super cool and awesome. And, like, a lot of people who you don't think are going to be remembered are the ones who are remembered, and it's always weird. Right. Like, I was telling Haley while we were watching um, Night at the Museum, I think it was you that was telling, um, about um, Sacagawea and how weird that would be for somebody to be, like, obsessed with her, right? Because mm-hmm. in the first one, there's a historian lady, and she gets to meet her, and she's like, oh, my gosh, because she's been writing a paper about her for, like, five years for, oh, like, a yeah. huge, you know, dissertation. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, my gosh, and she's so excited. And I was like, how weird does that have to be for Sacagawea, like, if, if she actually had this conversation with her? Because she'd be like, I mean, I was just doing my job. Mm-hmm. All I did was, like, track things like I'm supposed to do. I was just a trail guide. Right. It's like, I'm not freaking queen of anything. (laughs) I'm not in charge of stuff. I didn't discover anything specific. It was already there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay. I just pointed and led some white boys around. Because they're stupid. And like, it might be it might be unfair for this guy, because it doesn't sound like there were any negative wars. Right. Like, there were no plagues. But, um... Nothing bad happened. There's there's some there's there's some quote that I don't remember that's like you know if you're gonna be remembered you have to do something really good or really bad yeah he's just not remembered and if you're mediocre it's like well the only thing you're remembered for is that he was cares? briefly married to her yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, you like those deep sea fish that just like attach to the bigger female fish yeah and just provide sperm fish, for yeah. a couple seconds yeah. and then wither away or like there was that whole thing where they kept putting like this person's wife right as mm-hmm. like when it was a famous person themselves like in yeah. their own right um like like even i think at the last uh super bowl uh Alyssa said that under giselle bunchen's name it said like tom brady's wife and i'm oh. like she's a freaking supermodel yeah i'm like under his name it should say giselle bunchen's husband right and everybody be like rats <laughs> good also, job he plays the football but i hear he kicks a mean <laughs> pigskin i don't think he kicks he's a, he's a quarterback don't they kick occasionally? They, I think they almost exclusively he, throw the ball it, or do, pass. Do other people occasionally kick him when he's holding it? No. They tackle him. Almost the only person who kicks the ball is the kicker, Haley. That's why it's called the kicker. <laughs> why do they call it football? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what people always complain 
best sport. They're like, soccer is football because you can't use your hands, you only use your feet, and then football, you almost nobody used their feet. Stupid sport. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was exclusively it's a kicker that kicks the ball. Anyway, yep. so Ted Moses II dies, and Hatshepsut pulls the yzma from... <laughs> Ember's new groove, groove, like, well, he ain't getting any deader, and just sits herself in the big (laughs) chair and gets to work. Just, well, I'm the awesome one now. Time for me. (laughs) Surprise! And it's it's mine, so you can all just F off. Yep. Uh, And just starts being awesome. And so That's the thing. If you see a vacuum, just, like, step in. Ooh, step in, because someone's going to. And if you just do it with enough confidence, it's yours. Yeah. Congrats. That's basically what she does. That's what Napoleon did. It's all confidence. And at this (laughs) point, she kind of has to... Well, she doesn't have to. Like, a a vizier could... Sure. Or something, because they do have kids. Right. But none of them are old enough. So someone kind of has to be a proxy in the meantime. Right, but that's how you get in when you're a lady. That's how you have to, you slip in. Right, because you're like, well, my son is technically in charge, but he's two. Right. So. <laughs> he doesn't count An yet. adult has to be in charge, <laughs> and guess who's in charge of him? That's a me. Can he uh, sign his name in hieroglyphs yet? I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't think so. At first I thought you meant, like, sign language. Can you sign his name? <laughs> yeah, because babies now they teach them the sure, baby language. sign language. Yeah. Ancient Egyptian baby hieroglyph sign language. Whoa. <laughs> Intense. He can't say his name yet, so I'm still in charge. So all he can say is eat more. And he cries. And wah. And wah. He can spell wah in hieroglyphs. Which, curiously enough, was all the old king could say as well. Wah. Wah. And eat. Wah, Luigi. So, uh, the hitch is that a male heir is still around. 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 Somewhere. Wherever they... Who put the baby over there? Wherever he put the baby. And she's... A royal wife, and the toddler is son of a pharaoh, and he's getting older, and he's going to marry, and she's going to be kicked out of the house, and it doesn't look good. Right. So what do you do? Kill the baby, <laughs> who is now an adult. I am 100% certain I asked that the first time we did this, and that's also what you said. <laughs> I mean, that's what you Kill do. him. Kill the baby, who's now an adult. <laughs> Kill the baby. The tiny adult human. Kill him. He's going to become a bigger baby. Kill him now. That's right. Uh, so they, um, they, they don't. Oh. Um... The the options are mm, kill him, be forced into a quiet retirement, right, or take a sep- second option, or take a third option with murder. Mm-hmm. What's the second one? Um, which is she puts on the ceremonial pharaoh beard and kilt and says, "Hell with all of you! I'm king. What are you going to do about it?" I don't like that it's called a kilt. I mean, what would you, I guess, skirt? Yeah, just kilt makes it sound like she's Scottish. Like, there's bag, <laughs> bagpipes playing, and Twist. she's got a big red beard. <laughs> she, I just told you she put on the feral beard. I know, but it's not red. And it's like this one. It's like on the chin that it's comes a little, out. little chin beard. A little, little scoop at the end. There's no bagpipes involved. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm agreeing. <laughs> This is how it's like to be when you're around us when we're friends. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I know. I agree. Uh, Why are we confused? I know. But when do they kick the ball? Never. (laughs) 
what? Just the kicker. <laughs> just the man who's called the kick. Kicks it's illegal. Just the, the kickball boy. <laughs> Only him. What? Only while we're playing kickball. <laughs> this is football. What a stupid sport. <laughs> Terrible. I hate it. It's the best. America's pride and joy. <laughs> So. Who won the the Super Bowl? We don't know. And Egypt's like, keep being awesome. Rocket. Egypt's like, okay. That's cool. Fine. I mean, she's wearing a beard, so... That's what I'm saying. You say anything with enough uh, confidence, and you got it. They're, like, checking their, their styluses and their, their, their tablets. Like, their stone tablets, not their, their nexuses <laughs> and their androids. <laughs> their iPads. Their, they hold up their iPads, and they're to like... To the sun. Well, we have a checklist here of all the things you need to be pharaoh, and it's like uh, skirt, beard, hat, uh, and loud voice, and she's got all of them. Yeah. Doesn't say penis. Um, it's, she's the child of a pharaoh, and... Uh, sure. Checks out. <laughs> Done. No one's thought of doing this before. Everyone just kind of shrugs. <laughs> I mean... Okay. Uh, yeah. He's, hmm. The, that, mm. Those are the rules, huh? <laughs> well, she, huh? They're like they're they're almost like impressed with her. Yeah, they're like, they're like double checking. They're like, it literally doesn't say penis on here. Uh huh. We didn't figure to put the penis clause in there. <laughs> the penis clause. <laughs> so she declared herself king, or co-king. She starts sure small-ish during the reign of her. Stepson and nephew. You gotta work your way in. You don't want to go whole hog. Husband. And she adopts all the pharaoh's titles and the skirt kilts and the beards and takes the throne name Ma'atkare, which is the name most frequently found on all of her monuments. Mm. So you take like a, it's like your king stage name. Sure. Because, you know, I don't know. Names are important. You gotta get a new, it's like when you become pope. You get a new name. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Uh, or when God likes you in the Bible, you get a new one. Mm-hmm. Usually it's very similar to your old name. But, you, but need you know, a, you need a new shiny one. God's like, Abram, just kidding, Abraham. You need a ham. It's better. <laughs> you know what you need? A ham. Even though you're not allowed to eat it because you're a Jew. That's the meanest thing, actually. <laughs> God, you're mean. <laughs> He's just a troll. <laughs> Old Testament God is just uh, just terrible. He's not great. No. Yeah, the Jews spiteful. were very scared. Of <laughs> they should be. I know. Hey, you're not allowed to have bacon. Hey, no. But you know what you can have? Ham in your name. <laughs> Wink. Like, you're terrible. By but the don't way, eat it or you'll die. Good job almost killing your kid for me. Like, oh, you're, you're the worst, God. <laughs> <sighs> and yet Isaac was still like, yeah, I'll keep going with this. I mean. That sounds good. It's been pretty good so far. I mean, my dad almost murdered me, but it's fine. I mean, he didn't. Yeah. So it's better than most of the gods around here. Sure. It's still a good, uh, like, installment plan. <laughs> Considering. Anyway. A good family plan, as they would say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so she's, uh, Hatch Suit is a really great uh, king, but kind of weird. Yep. I don't know why I would say that in my notes. Clearly she's perfect in every way. I mean, way. you can be weird, and weird isn't negative. Uh, so there's an astonishing lack of war and conquering and scandal and foul play. Whoa, is it like when women are in charge, they don't constantly <laughs> have to wave their dicks around and fight everyone just because they are yelling at each other? All that weird testosterone. They don't have to cut each other's head off and mail it to each other? That's weird. 
Since when? Since when? Since 1500. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's a long time. Yeah. It's a long time. But Haley, do we have any proof that women can lead countries and not do those things? You know, I'm looking at my notes and it does not appear that we do. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we don't. (laughs) And we've never known. There's no evidence here in the record. No, and we've never thought that was possible. Uh, But what about her period, Haley? (laughs) How did she get when she was on her period? What about the period? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, half of the time she didn't have one because she's just freaking old at that point. It's true. She's an old grandma for That menopause kicks in. And I will say, I did point this out in my notes, and it's a good point, that some of this might be that she's just so dang old. Mm. And not when she was alive, but just in the course of history, details are lost. Sure. So maybe a whole bunch of stuff did go down. We just don't have evidence right. of it. Maybe she punched everybody she saw. We don't know. <laughs> Which nobody wrote it down. Yeah, in my view, that would just make her better. <laughs> That's why you keep a journal, because if you don't write it down, it didn't happen. Right. And, and if you do write it down, people will believe you no matter what. Right. Because they're like, why would they lie? Mm-hmm. So you could just make a whole bunch of lies, and everybody would be like, well, why would they lie? I mean, at this point, it's like, I don't know. I feel like some people in history are like, someone's going to find this, so i got to make myself look good. Sure. Put yourself in a good light. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have done it. Yeah. Especially when they're, like, rich and powerful. Like, someone's going to read this. Yeah, especially once they get powerful, they're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to edit this whole journal of mine a little bit. Yeah. So it looks like this was destiny. <laughs> it was destiny for me to be so gosh darn cool. Hmm. I was always a cool kid. Every second of every day. <laughs> Everyone has always loved me. And worshipped the ground I walked on. <laughs> even though they didn't know why. So here's what we do know about Pharaoh Hatshepsut. Mm-hmm. She was crazy in love with architecture. She had hundreds of construction projects through the upper and lower Egypt uh, and who the F has time for that many? This lady right here. This is in my notes. I'm just reading it yeah, word for word. I can tell by your voice. <laughs> I'm like, what is, where's the sentence going? When you said, when you said upper and lower Egypt, all I could think of was like the upper, the upper east side and like the lower west side in New York. Got it up there and down there. Uh, and there, there's so much. She did so much construction work while she was alive that all major museums in the world have had Shepsuit's, uh, like, statuary material in their collections. Hmm. So if you're a major museum in the world, you have something uh, constructed on her order. Nice. Like, she, she did good work. She did a lot of work, which says good things about her because it means they had enough money to get it done. Right. True. If you have the time and the money and the man hours to be doing all that and stuff. the slaves. And the slaves. Get it done. To get it done. You're killing it. Yeah, you know, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> I can't get over at the museum. <laughs> he says that he's Jewish. And then the, and then <laughs> the, the pharaoh yeah. parents go, oh, Jews. We love Jews. We have 40,000 of them. <laughs> they love it. And he's like, they, they didn't love they it. They didn't love it. They spent 40 years in the desert trying to get away from we it. We actually have a celebration <laughs> for them getting away. But it's fine. We have dinner together once a year and just talk about it. It's just, just Roy Mal going, here we go. Oh, my gosh. My parents are so embarrassing. I know. They don't get it. <sighs> Always talking about the Jews. They're, they're so obsessed with their slaves. <laughs> so obsessed. <gasps> the Jews. We love oh Jews. Oh, my gosh. Jewish food is delicious. Their, their faces just light up. They're like, <gasps> you're a Jew? We love 
gosh, do you want to be in our do club <laughs> where you get to construct things our, for us? Our warehouse? For free? <laughs> all day. Uh, terrible. So, following in the traditions of other pharaohs, she had a buttload of monuments built for herself. Great. So you got to have stuff built for you. I mean, yeah. Who else... Who else? You're in, like, you're directly descended from gods. Yeah. Put up some pictures of you. Statues of you. So, um, built for herself at the Temple of Karnak, along with restoring the original uh, precinct of Mut, the ancient great goddess of Egypt. Mut. Mut. And built twin obelisks at the entrance of that, uh, which were the tallest effing obelisks in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, love me an obelisk. Mmm, love me some obelisks. I mean... And they'll just give them away. No, they will. Yeah, well, in the 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not anymore. Now we're a little bit more aware of how that's stealing. No, they, it was presents. They were like, do you want an obelisk? Oh, yeah. To France. And they were like, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> you know, we already have a ton of those from you back when. Well, they're like, do you want two? And they were like... <laughs> I mean, we can only physically move one because of the current yeah. <laughs> abilities of life. Mm-hmm. And then in the 2000s, they were like, you can keep it. We don't need it. <laughs> oh, my God. You, it's like, we ha- they're like, we have a gift wrap. We just haven't shipped it yet. And it's been 80 years. And they're like, just keep it. Um, just, we don't want it. Yeah. We already got one. One's fine. One's enough. You know, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. It's the thought and not the obelisk. And you can tell that Egypt really wanted to be friends with France instead of England. (laughs) Because they gave France two, and they only gave England one. Yeah, two giant, stiff, pointy, pointy sticks, sticks, jabbers. In the sky. In the sky, right into the sky. Uh, So, she, she did a lot of construction work. They're all very impressive. Her mortuary was beautiful when it was in full bloom. It had, like, a whole bunch of trees and gardens, and there were columns all over the place. It was just really gorgeous. Nice. And aesthetic. Aesthetic. Uh, And it was claimed to have been designed and implemented by Cinemat, her chief vizier and steward and all-around important boy. Cinnamon. Her boyfriend. Her cinnamon. (laughs) Wink. Her important... Cinnamon bun. Cinnamon. I remember when you mentioned it the first time and I immediately went, boyfriend. <laughs> Is he the boyfriend? Boyfriend. I'm like, uh, boyfriend. You're like, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, boyfriend. Uh, the only thing I asked you if she got remarried and you said no. And then I was like, hmm, is that her boyfriend? So it wouldn't really be advantageous to be married. When right. I don't know if she did, though. Maybe. I feel like at that point it almost might be frowned upon, you know, since she was married to the pharaoh. It's like she can't marry the pharaoh again. Pharaoh's her kid. Right. So it's like... True. They're probably like, don't. Don't. It's She's gonna, like, well, I'm going to have a bay. I don't care. It's going to make the line to the throne really effing confusing. Don't yeah. do it. Mm-mm. Yeah, that, that just... Because then if you marry someone, then what if he gets up and he's like, you know, what if I was pharaoh? Right. And, and at that like, point, no. there just might not be enough male family members to marry, honestly. Yeah. So. So whatever. Anyway, so. We need you to just not. Cinnamon. 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 All around important boy. And they built it on a site on the west bank of the Nile, close to the entrance to the Valley of the Kings. 
The focal point was the Jazer Jazeru, or the Sublime of the Sublimes. Ooh. Mortuary Temple. Such a good word. Holiest of the Holiest. Sure. Which was a um, structure of perfect harmony with colonnades built on either side. Um, nearly 1,000 years before the Parthenon, which is famous for like, oh, colonnades and oh, so pretty and perfect. It's like, it already already been done. Yeah. She did it. Copycat. Copycat. Copyright infringement on my building. Very often when the Greeks are like, we did a thing. It's like Egypt already did it. Yeah. Or somebody already did it. Someone already did it. Just like whenever Romans are like, we did a thing. It's like Greeks did it. Someone someone did it. All of your culture is stolen. Don't even try. Everything is stolen. Literally all of it's... Shut up. I told you my Greek mythology teacher was like... He hated the Aeneid more than everything in his life. It was his mm-hmm. least, because he's like, they just made it up. And I'm like, all of it's made up. Like, <laughs> it's Greek mythology. <laughs> he was like, yeah, but you can't just out of nowhere start doing this. <laughs> They've had these traditions for hundreds of years. But they're, like, older. Yeah. <laughs> they're older. You can't make them up. If it's older, if, yeah, that's what you learn. If it's old, it's legitimate. And yeah. if it's new, it's garbage. Exactly. You can't just make stuff up, even yeah. though we did hundreds of years ago. Right. And it's fine. What's the difference between a religion and a cult, children? And whether or not you need to call your dad. Is in money, and sometimes. How evil whoever's <laughs> in charge of it is. There's actually a lot of differences. Don't join cults. Uh, at least Wait until, until they've reached a ripe age. Yeah, and when they become a religion. Like fine proper. cheese or wine. Mm-hmm. Gotta wait. At least a thousand years. Yeah. And then you're probably safe. Right, you might be safe. Yeah. Then you should still probably call your dad. Just make sure he's cool with it. Yeah, he's going to want to know where you're spending all your time. And money. Yeah. And who your new friends are. Yeah. Who are your new friends and, and why are they wearing these hats? Right. Why are they all speaking gibberish and walking backwards? <laughs> why are they all monkeys and crocodiles? What is this? Stop it. Stop. Dad's like, you're in a cult. He's like, no, Dad. Ancient Egyptian. No, father. It's funny, though, because now, if you went back far enough, you'd also be a cult, right? If you started being like, I'm worshipping frickin' Sobek, people would be like, uh... That's done, though. People do that. Sure. I forget what it's called. But it would make people nervous again. It's like, you gotta be in the middle. It makes me nervous when white people do it. Sure. (laughs) Then I'm like, well, that's what I'm saying. If you're even, but even if it was like Greek mythology and it was white people, I'd be like, uh, you're doing something bad, weird or gross. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I must, uh. If it was Greeks, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, but I'm like, that's your culture and you're allowed. But if it was like random American white people, I'd be like, no, weird. You're trying to do something. I don't trust you. How? Who's teaching you how to properly? Uh, sacrifice the bull in you your garage. You don't worship Aries. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe your belief. No. Anyway, we're getting off track. And, and we're, we're alienating all of our Aries people. <laughs> our all Aries our, beliefs. All our, <laughs> the Church of Aries is never going to listen to this. And they worship war gods. They're going to nail us to the... I don't know. What Cross. do you think? What would you... <laughs> it's probably a little before, before that time. Yeah. Um, like chariot? Sure. Flaming pillar? Temple? Mm. So one of the main functions of a pharaoh was to get stuff. What do you mean? 
How do you how do you like uh, like trading import stuff? Well, how do you? What's an economy really? You just have to like keep the coffers full. But how do you? I don't know. Stimulate the economy, I suppose. Sure, that work projects. Yeah, you have to get land. You, you have to get money. You have yeah. to get stuff. Whether that's like food or gold gotcha. or jewels okay. or slaves or land, I already said. And most of the time, Egypt does this by conquering other people. Yeah, and that's a nice way to do it. She doesn't. It's easy. She doesn't do this ish because she's great. Yeah, she's maybe. like you know what? Maybe I won't take stuff by force through battles and conquest and junk. Let's trade. Uh, maybe I'll like try talking to people. Yeah, and once again, her trade expeditions mm-hmm. were very famous. And so one of them, the most famous one that like everyone talks about, she went to punt. She got so much stuff. I'm telling you, <laughs> she had so many things that she got that I have to tell you about it. Uh, so that expedition, five ships. 210 men on each of them. That's a lot. Each measuring uh, 70 feet long. That's a lot. That's a lot. Those are big, that's, big boats. That's a big expedition. Big boys. And there's a lot of firsts. Uh, and they always mention punt because of these. Something like this hadn't been done for a century. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal. Sign of a healthy economy that you could even do this and pull it off. Mm-hmm. Like you could build these boats. You could staff it. And send them off like it was nothing. Like you could, I don't know, risk risk the right capital. I suppose yeah, to take the risk. Boats are expensive, mm-hmm. and people, yeah, and and people. People are kind of expensive Some, if they're not slaves. Oh, uh, let me see, because like I don't feel like well, slaves are expensive too, especially if they're trained slaves. It's true. I just mean you don't have to pay them. That's true. There's no wages involved. Yeah. Um. Fine. So, a little over a thousand people on the expedition. Yeah. Uh, and they come back with 31 live myrrh trees, roots kept in baskets to keep them alive. So, yeah, trees. Nice. Trees, trees. And I mean, there's a reason they give baby Jesus myrrh in the Bible, and it's because it's expensive. It's very expensive. Yeah. It's a luxury gift, which <laughs> every time I read that, it's like <laughs> they give him frankincense and myrrh and like gold and or gold. something. And you're like, he's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to do with it? This is weird. <laughs> like, I know that I understand the symbolism and everything, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, you gave him some stinky <laughs> like herbs and stuff and then some gold. Right. Okay. <laughs> His mom's probably like, okay. You know we didn't even have enough money to go to a Thanks. hotel, right? We had to sleep in a barn. You know you're coming here and like, hey, you want some super expensive stinky stuff? We got you some really expensive wood and some gold. We're in a barn, you know that, right? Right. Like, I'm still like covered in afterbirth. Could you just have paid for a hotel and a freaking nurse? They're like, bye. bye Can't hear you. Bye. Bye. bye, bye. <laughs> Like, we had to use the GPS of God, and you're like, okay. The star PS. That's cool. So, Hatshepsut died when she was in her gosh dang 50s. That's old. It's pretty old. For Egyptians. And natural Egyptians. natural causes. Good, nice. It's like good for her. They think uh, bone cancer mm. is what did her in. That's fair. Uh, but she also had diabetes, bad teeth, and apparently had been using a highly carcinogenic medicinal lotion that may have had lead in it. Very normal. Have, <laughs> really? Uh, may have led to cancer as well. Ah, <laughs> lead. Um, and that was to combat psoriasis or eczema or something. Mm. But also a had a tar in it similar to what you'd find in cigarettes. 
Oh, so they found, like, uh, a little container of hers, and they're like, what's in it? Uh, so like they a trunk or something? No, like small, like a little, like a little flask. Oh, okay. And they're like, is it is it perfume? Is it like a lotion? Is, is it, it the ashes of a loved is one? It her lover's ashes? Is it her cat? Is it the tears of her children who will never be rulers? <laughs> what is it? What was it? Uh, so they put it into. Uh, Subjected it to a CAT scan. Magical machine. So not only was the... It, it was all intact, uh, but the vessel had residue of a dried-up liquid in it. Okay. And let me see. Mercury. Mercury. They analyzed the samples, and it became obvious that what they had found was not dried-up perfume. It contained large amounts of palm oil and nutmeg apple oil. Uh, I remember telling you about this because the doctor, one of the doctors who was analyzing this was, I didn't think anybody would put so much grease on her face. That would make her look as greasy as a plate of ribs. <laughs> like, only a man who has never done any face care to himself in his life would have said this. She's going to be a grease face. <laughs> oh, she's going to have so many pimples. <laughs> she's going to be like a plate of ham. Like, what? You have to moisturize, idiot. And once again, <laughs> what is the only thing that matters, even about ancient Egyptian female rulers? Right. She's going to look ugly on her face and look like ribs. <laughs> what a silly. She wouldn't be hot then. They never would have said that about a dude. Right. They would have been like, oh, look, he was moisturizing. Cool. Or they would have thought it was for some sort of cool sex thing. Right. Terrible. But no. <laughs> for women, it's like, wow, that must have made her look ugly. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Uh, so peep, some people like to be like, oh, she was uh, an evil stepmother and she stole the ah. throne and blah, blah, blah. But it seems like her uh, stepson was pretty cool with it. And he got to like go off and kind of be an army bro and learn how to be a good military leader while nice. she was actually running the country. Cool. Well, that's and good for him when he's in charge. Yeah, so it's, like, good for him. It's good for the army. He gets to, like, use up all of his energy, you know, right. running drills with the boys while she's doing practical stuff. Boys. Boys. Three, two, one, hot boys. I don't know. You say hut boys or hot boys? Hut. Hut. Okay. Like, I thought you went three, two, one, hot boys. <laughs> and I was like, is he hot? I don't know. Maybe. Hard to say. Did he put the unguents on his face? I don't know what that is. It's like a thick cream. Mmm, like tick. Mmm, tick. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway. Anyway. Mm. Moisturizer on his face. And after her death, it would, it would have been Tutmosis III. Um, Think of a new name. No. <laughs> no. Uh, and How his, else would we know? And when, when he finally took the throne, he created the largest... Empire Egypt had ever seen. Killing it. Killing it. No fewer than 17 campaigns were conducted, and he conquered from Nia to North Syria to the fourth cataract of the Nile in Nubia. Everyone wins, except for all the people they conquered. Yay. We. So there are a few <laughs> theories uh, on after she died and the kingship fell to number three. Mm -hmm. Some 20 years after, a lot of her statues and likenesses were just kind of destroyed or went uh -huh. missing. And they're like, what up with that? What's up with that? What up with that? 
<laughs> and there's a few theories, and some of them seem more plausible than others. The oldest, probably a lot of historians think uh, that Moses III hated her and did it just because, like, you know, sexist garbage. Sure. Because, oh, I was supposed to be king when I was two, and she took the jar. Crash, smash. Bash. And I was out running with the boys when I wanted to crown. Aww. Oh, boo. So, that seems stupid because he did basically control the army and he could have had the throne if he wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if he really wanted to. Right, just stab your mom. Just stab your mom. Like, that's really normal (laughs) in Egypt. Just, like, stab your mom, bro. It's super normal. Uh, And why wait 20 years after her death? To, like, start destroying all of her monuments and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the other theory is Tutmosis III. Um, it's not due to any personal feelings, but just, like, preserving cosmic balance and order. Okay. Which is a little more abstract. Yeah. But basically just wanting to get rid of the evidence that she was Pharaoh at all. Right, that's fair. Uh, not that she existed, but just that she was, like, kind of an aberrant, dangerous... Right. That women could do this. Yeah. And I can see him, like, maybe getting around to that. Like, some person finally whispered in his ear, like, that was actually kind of strange. Maybe we should forget that Do you really want your daughter to be in charge? (laughs) I mean, do you want little girls getting this idea that, like, they could become pharaoh? He's like, God, no. Actually, now that you mention it, (laughs) that does seem very dangerous. Raw, no. I don't think the gods want that. If they wanted that, they would have told me. Right. Let me dial them up real quick. Beep, boop, boop, pop, pop. Uh, but the evidence casts doubt on on that anyway. So the destruction of all those things is seen at the moment designed to ensure the succession not of uh, Tutmosis Third, but for his son, mm. uh, Amenhotep II. As a penny to, as opposed to any of the living relatives of Hatshepsut, who had an equal or better claim to the throne, uh, it may answer why it took so long. Like they had to wait until the passing of powerful religious and administrative officials who had served under her and Tutmosis the Third had like gotten out of the system. Sure. Uh, And another often overlooked fact is that Hatshepsut was not the only one who received this treatment. Uh, monuments of her chief steward, Cinemut. Cinnamon. Cinnamon Roll, who is closely associated with her, were also defaced. Ah. Uh, Amenhotep II's reign is marked with attempts to break the royal lineage as well, not recording the names of his queens and eliminating the powerful titles and official roles of royal women, such as God's Wife of Amun. Cool. And like Thanks. later, Amenhotep II even claimed he had built the items he defaced, so that kind of seals it for me. What like, a dickhead. Sounds like kind of a dick. Yeah. What up with dick? I guess there were some signs that Hatshepsut was grooming her daughter, Neferu Ra, to be the next pharaoh after cool. her. But unfortunately, she died like really young, mm. which is so sad. Her daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, aw. Aw, could have been mommy number two. Lady Pharaoh Dynasty dies. Uh, but let's talk about Cinnamon Roll. Yeah. Emphasis on sin. Cinnamon. Who did I ask recently? I'm like, is he a cinnamon roll or is he a cinnamon roll? Yeah. (laughs) 
I think he's a cinnamon roll. Yeah. So, Cinemat was lowborn, rose to basically the highest station he could. He was Pharaoh Hatshepsut's highest official and closest supporter. The first time we hear about him, he's steward of the god's wife, which is to Hatshepsut, mm-hmm. when she's married to Pharaoh Tutmosis II. Right. And steward of the king's daughter, the position of tutor, which is sort of like a nurse, mm-hmm. to Hatshepsut's daughter, Neferu Ra. Nice. And among other positions, at least in the office of stewardship of the property of Amun, he goes from Hatshepsut's nurse to the steward in charge of basically everything, and then some, and he builds her crypt. Oh. Like her house that she's going to use to ascend to the heavens forever. Right. And he's in charge of it. And her daughter, who she thinks is going to rule Egypt. Right. He's an important boy. He's got a lot of responsibility. Well, and and you said that she likes building stuff so much, so it's like she would have picked somebody she really right. felt like was going to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And, like, I kind of ship it. Sure, Inter- why not? Interpretations are all over the place, though. Like, 19th century dude bro archaeologists were convinced he was, like, the mind-pulling strings behind, yeah. <laughs> behind the curtains. <laughs> I hate Egyptologists. They, like, I don't want to be prejudiced, <laughs> but I hate them. Like, They're so stupid, and I hate them. They basically cast him as Jafar. Yeah. They're just like, well, a woman couldn't do it. He must have been in charge. Mm -hmm. He must have been sleeping with her and also controlling her. Yeah. Only a mind like that could be pulling all the strings. Boo! Set them all on fire. Uh, I watched some dramatic uh, 90s History Channel thing. Yeah. That made this Hatshepsut cinema lover's angle. I'm like, good. Of course. Do it. Of course. Uh, there are statues of Cinemat and Neferu Rod together that are just, like, the cutest thing. Because mm-hmm. he's in full nurse mode. He's, like, sitting down and she's on his lap. Right. I'm like, you're so cute. Didn't you, didn't you tell me there was somewhere they were banging? Oh, yeah, I'm getting to that. Okay. No, not not him and the daughter. No, no, no. Him and... Him and mom. Yeah. In, like, the best way possible. In kind of a skeevy, greasy way, but we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Very fatherly nurses and tutors back then were highly regarded. Mm-hmm. Uh, suits like, not sentiment, but, like, the nurse who she had when she was young, mm-hmm. had a tomb in the Valley of the Kings, like, where she was buried. Right. Like, they're very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no evidence he married or ever had children. Mm-hmm. He was married to his work, hint, hint. Ah, Um, And who is his work? (laughs) The pharaoh is his work. Wink. One of the main pieces of evidence that is used to support the theory that Senmut and Hatshepsut were lovers is the fact that she allowed him to place an image of himself and his inscribed name in a concealed spot on the walls of Jazer Jazeru, a previously unthinkable thing for a commoner to do Mm. in, like, a royal, uh, like, building. Right. Like, can you imagine? So, like, she must have loved him a lot. Like, a freaking lot. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Ah, that's very cute. That's extremely adorable. And now we get to the kind of nitty-gritty. Banging. There is also some well-known erotic graffiti in an an unused tomb that was used by the workman who built at Shepsut's tomb. Uh, It's sort of a grotto that was used... uh, or that used to be an incomplete tomb, 
It was probably used as a lounge for officials or priests, mm-hmm. kind of, or possibly workmen. Uh, numerous walls have been painted or drawn on or written on, and it's kind of fabulous. I don't know. We still haven't done it, or I have still haven't done it. But we need to do an episode on graffiti because right. people never change. And when you look at graffiti, yeah. you're like, this... I remember us talking about this last time. It was like, people always just draw dicks. Yeah. And, like, people having sex. <laughs> right. Even in ancient times and now. Yeah. Ancient times. It's all the same. Like, X was here. A is effing B. Yeah. F is Metallica stupid. sucks. Yeah, Metallica <laughs> sucks. And then crossed out Metallica rules. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's literally all the same. Always. And it's so beautiful because you look at that and you're like, I mean, it's not elegant, but I feel closer to these people than I do right. to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, I know you mm-hmm. because I know people who do that exact same in, right. in every bathroom stall. Oh, of course. So the, the uniting human <laughs> the, factor, the uniting human like experience of like graffiti in the bathroom, sitting somewhere idly for a few minutes and like looking around and reading the messages that have and going, I could write something in here. <laughs> I want to add to the conversation. Anyway, like did they get ancient Egyptian detention? I don't know. But well, an unused grotto, so they probably... Probably nobody saw it until no. Egyptologists started digging around in there. Like, it's literally just, like, the smoke break room. Right. Like, maybe the priests are in there, which would be even more scandalous. Uh-huh. Because it means that the priests are doing this. Unsurprising, though. Mm-hmm. Unsurprising, yeah. of all, like, it, even when it's, like, in Europe and it's, like, you're not supposed to be having no banging <laughs> sex, it's, like, all the time they write, like, erotic fiction and stuff. Yeah. Involving themselves. Yeah, literally no difference. Nope. Anyway, so this 3,500-year-old three, three, 3, erotic graffiti Hot. Uh, is an old drawing, we, we think, probably by a couple of temple workmen, and it shows a couple of figures engaged in Congress. Uh-huh. The best guess that people have is that it's Senmut and Hatshepsut. Um, I wouldn't take as evidence of it being an actual affair, because gossip is gossip. Of course. I'd love it to be, but who knows? Right. But the fact is that people were <laughs> talking they about were, it. They were talking pretty hard about it. Right. It, it was, they were talking about it so much it was an in-joke among the workers. Right. That's the thing, because if you, like, otherwise it doesn't make sense. Right. It's like, why would they be doing that? Unless it's like a popular thing to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a hilarious bit about how people never change and how ancient Egyptians may not have had tabloid newspapers, but human nature being what it is, gossip and rumors had abounded. Of course. So scholars have theorized that by assuming the typical symbols of pharaonic power, Hatshepsut was asserting her claim to be the sovereign rather than king's great wife or queen consort... The gender of pharaohs was never stressed in official depictions, therefore. So it's always just assumed if you're wearing the hat, if you have the beard, that's the pharaoh. Right. It's very symbolic artwork. Of course. Uh, even when the men were depicted with highly stylized false beards, etc., like it's, it's stylized as symbolic. You get the picture. Yeah. So Hatshepsut was depicted in official art wearing... The regalia of a pharaoh, such as the false beard, mm-hmm. uh, it's most unlikely that she ever wore such ceremonial decorations, like in person. Sure. 
Uh, just like Pharaoh's in person didn't probably wear them all the time. Right. Because it's like a lot of effort to get dressed. There's no reason. <laughs> so highly stylized art. If someone's wearing the wig, etc. in art, you know that's the Pharaoh. Right. I'm just showing Alexis a picture of it right now. It's kind of hard to see, but it's a dude who's wearing uh, what they think are probably like high priest or like high vizier, like a hat, basically, mm-hmm. uh, bending over uh, someone without breasts who nevertheless has a pharaoh's hat with the implication that it is headship suit. Right. Because uh, who else? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Banging. Banging, baby, banging. Sexy. Hope she had a good time with her cinnamon roll. I'm sure she did. What a good little worker boy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my favorite lady. She's pretty great. Pretty cool. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on the website. Yeah. Takes time. Takes time. But we'll have pictures up of banging. <laughs> Of ancient graffiti banging. Mmm, ancient porn. Sexy. So sexy. Uh, email us hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what to talk about and what you're doing in your life and yeah. how you feel about ancient banging. We're on iTunes. Yeah. Leave a review. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.